today on the Italian radio show. All about love. Our annual show celebrating Valentine's Day with the big L word. Including tips on how you can date a hot Italian lover. Coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Hello everybody and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio. Bringing you the Italian Radio Show. I'm your host Tony Lestal with my co-host Marzia Caputo, the one and only lovely Italian babe there, who is the queen, the Italian queen of the radio. How you doing, Marzia? I like it. I really like it. Oh, you know, I, I had to give you a break since it's Valentine's. You know, this is our Valentine's show since yes, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up this next week, and so you know, I was you know giving you know you the, the credit, uh, you know. That's nice. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hello, everyone. And let's start with Italian news. What do you think about that? We'll do that in just a second. But let's first of all tell everybody you're listening to us live on KKNW 11:50 a.m. in the greater Puget Sound area. Or if you're outside of our immediate broadcasting range, you can stream this show anywhere in the world by going to our website, WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. Click on the link there at the top of the page to stream today's show, or you can hear the show at archive. After we're done today, it goes into our archives tonight. You can hear today's show all week long or any of our shows that are there from the last six years. You can hear them in that archive file. Share them with your family and friends. Lots of fun. We got some great guests in some of those shows. And if you want to be a part of today's show, our call-in line is 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527. And, of course, as I said earlier, March, this is our Valentine's show. So, um, you know, we've kind of geared the whole show, our guests, everything kind of around Valentine's Day. Right, right. Let's start right in then with our Italian news, and we call this... What? Un pezzo di Italia in the Northwest. And you know what they say, Marcia, when it comes to news from Italy, quite often the facts are stranger than fiction. So since you put these stories together, let you take the lead on it. Well, this is something real. It's how in Italy celebrate San Valentino. Okay, let's talk about that. And they call it San Valentino, so it's mm-hmm. Valentine's in Italy. Okay. San Valentino. So anyway, a lot of places almost do the same thing. But the one that I hear about, talk about a lot, it's Cuero. It's um, within the province of Bolzano, really north. Cuero, okay. So that's up north. Um, Bolzano. Okay, gotcha. All right. It's right near to the Austria. Okay. So the saint is celebrated in a very particular way. So they, what they do, they have orange and they're glass, glass them, and they throw yeah. from a slope near the church dedicated to San Valentino himself. And okay. being a sign of good luck. So I know. They take oranges, just yes. regular oranges. The yes. priest bless them, they throw them off, off the cliff. And now there, this is the church of St. Valentino, St. Valentine. This is supposedly the church. Him. Yeah. Where he was, uh, supposed to be, uh, have done his, be a pastor or something out there. Well, well then we'll talk more about that as we go right. on here. You're going to hear a lot of orange. Like, uh, even outside they do that. A lot of places they use the orange because it's really a symbol of the gulag, it's blasting, it's a lot of things. So. I wonder why they pick the orange because, I mean, again, when you think of, uh, 
St. Patrick's, you think of the red, you think of love, you think maybe even the apple, like Adam and Eve. So I wonder where they came up with the orange. I might think it is, I think it is the season, you know, the orange. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I could be wrong, you know what I mean? Anyway, the next one is the palmoli. Have you ever palmoli. Now, where's palmoli at? Uh, I don't know that one. That one, I never heard it, too. I have to okay, be honest. Okay, all right. That. that is celebrated by sprinkling the floor with the church. Um, what they do is Santa Maria is, um, Grazie is the full name. Uh, they put like a carpet of leaves day on the ground. Carpet of, it says a carpet of laurel leaves. That's now leaves. I can see the carpet That's of laurel leaves more than I can the oranges. That would make. They heard the orange hurt. Yeah. You know, you're walking yeah. by and it's very orange. It's yeah, not- yeah, yeah. You're right. All right. So um, this is my town, Pozzolone, that in, you know. Uh, Pozzolone, so is that by where you grew up? Vicenza. There's okay. a little province of Vicenza. Um, it's the San Valentino Fair. They do like a lot of plays. They do like a fair. They, when I'm talking about this one, it's the largest, the big one of all Veneto. Uh, basically a big St. Valentine's Day fair. Okay, yes, gotcha. It's the big one of the Veneto, our region. And believe it or not, it started still in the 1500, this type of wow. So, so the fair has been going on, you know, every year for like uh, 600 years. Gee, uh, you know. If you go, it's beautiful. They make like a flower garden, uh, like a heart. Yeah, yeah. You can see it. They do bushes around, balloon. It's beautiful. It's like really uh, coming from a fairy tale. It's really nice to go see, check it out, that one. Um, what is the other one? Let's see. Busolengo, another one from the, is the older celebration too, same thing. Every- now, where is Busolengo? Vicenza, my town. Okay, so a lot of this is up north because supposedly that's the region where mm-hmm. St. Valentine's came from, right? Right. Gotcha. They're giving by orange, the, the old village decorate on all uh, the owner or the saint who protect lovers. So they put, um, uh, what is that? The place seemed to be giving the orange. Same thing, same symbols. You know what I mean? Lots, lots of oranges, uh, lots of statues. Uh, and so they think that he protects the lovers. Okay. Right. Got it. Got it. Ornament. That's what I'm trying to find. Look for the words. They, or, you know, all the, um, try to put the statues with those orange around. And so everything. it sounds like this is a, a, a big event. A big, it's a big holiday in, uh, in Italy, especially like you say, in Northern Italy, from right. where the saint is supposed to have come from. Yes. Right. It is. It is. It's a big thing. It's really important. You know, the one thing we like, I always want to specify this one, like here in the States, when it's Valentine's Day, you see even kindergarten, little kids send cards to grandma and they write a card to uh, the teacher. All right, the right, right. We don't do that. In Italy, it's just for lovers. You don't do to mommy and daddy. You don't do to grandma. It's oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so we don't write cards for them. It's just between the lowest date. It's a date for that. That's interesting. That is, that's and that is a big difference. You're right here. Because mm-hmm. I know if I miss sending my mother a Valentine's Day card, I would never hear the end of it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So now I know that there is another uh, thing that you had got a great story here talking about, you know, what's going on. A, a modern day event. Um, and the title of this is Lockdown in Love, which is basically the COVID instructions <laughs> for having a fabulous Valentine's Day in Italy. Okay. And this is, I guess, a contest that is launched by Airbnb, right? 
right. That's smart, I think. They try to figure out yeah, how yeah. to age. Kind of a way to make to, to still, you know, celebrate the holiday uh within the confines of what we got to deal with with COVID, right? Right. So, so that's, that's what it looks like. Uh, well, so just, okay. What's the contest? Tell us about it. So what it started is like this. They allowed 21 people with the most romantic and original story to take a, a dream trip to the most romantic, suggestive location. Let me explain to you. Okay. What they do, they look for 21 couples. 21 and, couples, okay. Right, for different regions. That's what they talk about. They have to be the different region of Italy. And right. they have to spend this type of story, how they met each other. And the one most, you, you know, the most unique. Now, it doesn't have to be 21. It has to be everyone can send this, the story about themselves. They will yeah. choose one. And uh, what is going to happen, the best story is going to be the winner. And they're going to win like a place different where they can have a, a romantic getaway. So they've, they've, they've come up with 21 of the most romantic locations in Italy mm-hmm. and the top 21 winners are going to 21 couples who win are going to go to these different things. So let me right. just read here about what, uh, what the, what you, uh, it says just a couple of, um, of different, uh, I, examples of these places. One of these places is called, uh, the Lucanian love nest near Murja Matarena National Park. It's in a uh, cottage immersed in the green hills of Bologna. A Sudino would like that because she always makes <laughs> those cottages out in the forest. Right. Another one is the traditional chalet in Val Pusteria, which is in the province of Bolzano. But mm-hmm. more importantly, more importantly, let's get into what people have to do to win. And I wasn't sure when I read this if this is just limited to, uh, couples who live in Italy, or if you can be anywhere in the world, you can apply for this. So I think that's something we would have to look into. So first of all, it says um, it's open only to couples who on this Valentine's Day will mm-hmm. be celebrating their first Valentine's Day. Uh, so I guess that means you and Jeff and me and, me and Michelle, we're out. Yeah. yeah. So this has to be your first Valentine's Day together. Right. You have to enter uh, your story has to be no more than 150 words. You go to the portal called Love in Lockdown Portal. You tell mm-hmm. your story in 150 words, and a jury will then select the 21 most original and romantic stories, one for each of the regions in Italy right. where they're going to be giving away these trips, and the winners will re- then receive a coupon for their romantic stay. So again, where you go is to Love in lockdown. I'm assuming you put that in your browser, it'll bring up your portal there. And then again, I'm not sure whether or not it's limited to people only in Italy or if it's uh, open to people all around well, the world. Probably like now, tell there. With the COVID, I'm sure now it could be just for Italian. Probably, probably. That's what you're thinking. They make a joke for the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks, that's your Italian news. And we're going to be right back after the short break with some great Italian Valentine's Day music, recipes, and have we got some special guests that we're going to do today. Don't go away. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Isernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Titosvodka.com. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. And folks, we are back with the West Coast Italian radio show bringing you um, more about Valentine's Day. I'm Tony Lestella with Marcy Cabuto. Now, you know, Marcy, we talked a little bit uh, during our news segment about the history of Valentine's Day. And, of course, um, you know, there's a lot of different myths about where to start and who really was the first St. Valentino and everything. But needless to say, um, he basically was a Roman, and he his year of birth is unknown. They say he died in 270 A.D., so he was right there in the heart of the Roman uh, Empire in the early days of Christianity. Um, and p- one of the stories, of course, goes that he was an Italian doctor who became a priest. Um, he was sent to jail for performing wedding ceremonies uh, for couples during a time when marriage was outlawed in ancient Rome. Um, he refused to give up his faith, um, and he even helped his jailer, apparently, uh, get ma- uh, get married and started the whole tradition then of sending love notes between people, these secret love notes, right. uh, whereas the, w- which was the foundation of where we now get Valentine's Day cards. And of course, you know we we know him as the patron saint of love, marriage, uh, engagements. He's also, believe it or not, known as the patron saint of beekeepers, if you can believe that, travelers, and people with epilepsy. So. There you go. Um, interesting thing. One of the things, of course, is that uh, he was supposedly um, up somewhere around northern Italy. So somewhere around your region is where they say he was, um, you know, that's where he, he, he did a lot of his ministry. Is that true? That's what I heard all the time, too. Yes, that's what, uh, you know, but still, um could be, I think it's in the north. They always talk about that. I'm not sure what city, what town. They say here this news, the, the city where it's coming from, nothing. I didn't say that there, but it did say that um, he, uh, you know, of course, was martyred for his, you know, continuing right. to try to uh, promote love and marriage there in the early Roman Empire. Uh, and his, uh, apparently, one of the miracles that he is known f- uh, for 
is there was a blind girl who could not read her own Valentine's love notes. Right. And he miraculously, miraculously cured her. So um, that's very interesting, I thought. Um, and then over the centuries, numerous people have reported miraculous improvements in their relationships uh, with boyfriends, girlfriends, and spouses after having prayed for the intersection of St. Valentine, Santa Valentina. Oh, so. He was a doctor, and then he, he changed, he came like a priest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he talked about priest in Rome, so... Because he was have a problem with a king, right, Claudius? That's what happened. But um, so it, it sounded like he was in Rome. Then he moved around because I knew they ignored. They all knew about him. Yeah, yeah. So I think he did move around. Where, and where would it get from? You said that church was where they throw the. Uh, we should talk about the news where they throw the things off the cliff, the oranges. Where is that church located at? That one too is North Bolzano, right? Okay. Yes. And that's close to your region there, because it's mm-hmm. up by the Alps. Gotcha. Yes. All right. Tony Lestella here with my good friend Rick Reagan from Matocino Italiano Ristorante in um, Isla, Washington, uh, where we do great gourmet Italian food, and I sing there from time to time. And we both, we both love Tito's Vodka, right? Uh, I know you serve it at the restaurant, right? Absolutely. It's our only vodka we do serve at the restaurant. We are exclusively Tito's. All right. And it's the only vodka that I use for all my events and parties, too, and they're a great sponsor of the show. So Tito's is graciously entered into a uh, – they're helping us out. We're going to do a Valentine's contest, and we're going to give away three Tito's winter gift bags. Um, they have great surprises in them. For our contest here, okay? The the contents of these bags include, there's uh, Tito's winter scarf, winter hat, there's a set of Tito's mugs, there's signature cup holders, uh, hanging emblems, there's a Tito's fanny pack, uh, hand sanitizers, all kinds of stuff. They're great, great gift bags here. And what it is, is you got to go online to our Facebook page. We're going to be posting there... Uh, thing for the contest, asking you, what is the name of the Tito's, you know, Italian Valentine cocktail that we're doing here on the Italian radio show, okay? And uh, what you're, it, all the people who get this right, you go to our, our, our Facebook page, you'll see the question posted there. Answer the question. We're going to take all the winners who get the question right. We're going to put them in a... Big drawing, so all the correct answers are going to go on the drawing. And on February 14th, we're going to pick three winners. We're going to announce them on our February 15th show. No matter where you are in the country, you can participate. We'll send the gift to you if you don't live here in the immediate area, okay? So uh, the name of the cocktail, the name of the cocktail that we are presenting is Tito's Italian Love Potion Number 9. Tito's Italian Love Potion Number 9. You know, for for two lovers on your 2021 Valentine's Day. What do you think about that one, huh? Pretty oh, good, I love huh? it. Yeah, love it. Love it. Now, let's talk about how we make this cocktail, okay? Because we could do this at the restaurant, too. All right. First of all, your ingredients. You need a third of a cup of uh, vodka of Tito's. Remember, this is for, we're making this for two because it's for lovers. So a third of a cup of Tito's vodka. A fourth cup of either peach snops or peach liqueur. Then you use one cup 
of either Italian blood red orange soda, or you can use, if you don't want the, 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 the bubbles, you can just use a cup of Italian red orange juice. Okay, but you gotta use the Italian blood red because it is a certain special flavor. A little bit of sugar, uh, Mar- Mar- Marciano cherries and luster dust. Okay, now here's how we do, do this. First of all, you take your two cocktail glasses, get a rim with a little bit of sugar, get yourself a shaker, add your ice to your shaker, put all the ingredients in there, your vodka, your peach schnapps, your Italian blood orange soda, all your liquid ingredients, and you got to shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it very heartily. Pour the mixture into the two cocktail glasses. You garnish them with Marciano cherries, and then you sprinkle a little bit of the luster dust on top to make the drinks shine. There you go. What do you think about that cocktail? Oh, I think it's fantastic. I think the only thing I would change is I might make it a full cup of uh, Tito's vodka instead of the two-thirds cup, but that's just you and I. That's true. That's true. That, that would definitely put the Listella edge onto it, wouldn't it? Your Tito's Italian Love Potion Number 9, that's the name of our 2021 Valentine's Day cocktail, uh, brought to you by West Coast Italian Radio and Tito's Vodka. Make sure you go to our Facebook page. Find the question there for the contest, asking the name of the cocktail. Put in the correct name. Um, and then on February 14th, you have between now and February 14th, we're going to take all the correct answers. We're going to pull three winners out that are going to win the Tito's special winner gift bags. No matter where you are in the country, don't worry. We'll send them to you, get them to you. And a big thank you to Tito's Vodka for sponsoring this contest here. And thanks to my friend uh, from Montalcino Ristorante Italiano, Rick Reagan, for being a part of the show. And that, folks, is your food segment for the week, brought to you by our great sponsor, Tito's Vodka. All right, well, now it's time for our Artist of the Week. And, Marcia, um, you've got a good one here, because what I asked you is, you know, we wanted to know what is, like, where are the young people in Italy listening today as, like, their current love song? If you turn on the radio or they're streaming, what's the big love song for young lovers today in Italy? So this is a new song just come out. His name is Marco Mengoni. And the song that he made is Venere e Marte, which is a beautiful video, too. If you can Google it, Venere e Marte. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a very nice video. And what is, is, is that just the name of the couple? Well, the Takaji e Ketra. So it's a strange name because I think they're not Italian, the dancer. Ah, but the yeah. name of the song, is that, the, what, is that just the name of the Venere e Marte, you know what it means? No. Oh, you know the book Venus by... Oh, Venus and Mars. Wow, very, very cool. All right, well, let's give a listen to this great song. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. 
Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find the store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Alternative Talk 1150. Yeah, folks, we are back here with West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. I'm Tony Lasella, your host, with the lovely Marcia Caputo. And Marcia, I know you got your husband Jeff there because uh, he's going to partic- uh, participate with us here in this That's next right. uh, segment, our guest segment. We also have the lovely... Asunta Napoleone, who is on our show frequently here. And uh, Asunta is going to also participate in this. We're going to do this kind of a little bit like they do talk shows, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, talk, well, talk show interviews in regards to, you know, uh, contestants. I know you're contestants, whatever. I guess you are in a way because what you want, right? <laughs> but our theme for this is going to be we got an Italian woman here, and I and, and and I know you're an Italian woman, Marcy, but I wanted to get some a different thing since you and Jeff are married, okay? And, I, and this way, I can get an Italian woman who can say what's on her mind and not have to worry about any you know, re- repercussion afterwards, right? So we have a Sunda Napoleone, and she's going to tell us about what the difference is between uh, dating and or marrying an Italian man. Versus an American man. And then we're also going to talk to Jeff to get the opposite view of what it's like dating and or marrying an Italian girl versus an American girl. All right. Right. So on that note, let's start right in here with Asunta. Asunta, you know, it's Valentine's Day is coming up here. This is our, our Valentine's show today. So, um, you have dated, I'm assuming both. Italian and American men. So yes. tell us, first of all, what the dating difference is. Oh, goodness. Okay, let's start with the Italians, and I hope I'm not going to step on anybody's toes that's listening, but... <laughs> and we want you to step on toes. That's what Alrighty, all righty, let's step about. on toes then. Awesome. <laughs> stepping time. Um, okay, Italian man. Uh, first of all, what I have learned 
is the dating game, okay? Um, you do not make the first move with an Italian man. You just sit there, maybe start giving him glances or something, look at him and smile, but don't go up to him and say, hey, do you know, can I buy you a drink? Maybe, um, I don't know, maybe it's different now, maybe not, because I was not there that long ago, and it was still the same. Um, so also... While dating, do not touch their mom. This is true. <laughs> really, really true. You do not, you do not talk to their moms. When you're no, you do not touch their mom. Oh, you don't touch their mom. You don't touch. And them. it's best that you get in your head that you're always the second love of his life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, versus, of course, what you're saying with an American guy, um, you can make the first move. In fact. You know, in this country, often that's encouraged with a woman making the first move. Um, and uh, you can be more familiar with his family is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that's and, about it. And it's kind of expected here, I think, in America, too, that once you're married, uh, you know, the woman is the, the wife is first and the mother then becomes second. So, yeah, Jeff, yeah. Now, we're going to switch to you. OK. Yeah. Um, and you tell us what's the difference between dating an American girl versus an Italian girl. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by grabbing a sharp utensil before I do this. As I'm sitting <laughs> apart here. I don't blame you. I don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this. When Marcia told me I was going to do this, it's been 28 years since I dated an American woman, so I can't even remember. So I start thinking about why Italian. And then I looked out in my driveway, and I have a big Ram truck, and then a whole bunch of little foreign cars. All right. I, I just thought about it this way, and I equated that large Ram truck, good workhorse, slightly attractive, but not the kind of thing you want to bring home to mom, and then these beautiful, sleek European cars, you know, you're which are the, kind of, you're, the kind of things you want to be seen in, right? So my thinking is, is you know, I, I drive uh, foreign cars. It just makes sense to marry a foreign woman. Um, yeah. But the thing I remember well, that, that that was a very very well worded, careful and very positive response. Sweating too, but the thing I remember distinctly when, when I was younger, when I started dating Marcia, was the the insane level of jealousy that she exhibited when we were when we first started dating. And from talking to my friends back then, that was kind of the norm with Italian and Italian ladies. To the point, I remember one story. No. Where she was just so <laughs> upset and, and angered that I was talking to this woman and she turns over to me and I we must have been speaking Italian at the time and she's, and, she, and she's like, what the hell's wrong with you? And my response is, why are you getting so upset? She's the waitress. You know, just, just that level of anger. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Okay. So now I'm going to uh, flip back here for a moment uh, to uh, Asunta. Asuna, now I, you, were you ever married to an Italian man? Yes, I was. And so tell us the difference because you've also been married to an American man, right? I have, yes. So tell us the difference between being married to an Italian uh, guy versus being married to an American guy. Well, it's it's the same, really. It's uh, mom comes first. They, you know, they love to cook the the kitchen. If you stay in the kitchen, the better. The better. Um, they like that that home life. Um, they do shower you with all sorts of stuff. I mean, I remember, I remember when I decided to leave him. 
and uh, I was walking through the mall with him, and we were having problems. And he and I look at this this necklace that was sapphires, diamonds. It was just amazing. Now at the time, it was thirty five thousand dollars at the time. Holy he smoke! Says, well, what does it take for if I buy it? Will you come back? And so there's a lot of, um, you know, not too much feelings, but more to me, it felt like, um, like, like your possessions, like possessions. Your, yeah, like a trophy wife. Yeah. Yeah. Possessions. I mean, so that yeah. was. That was said, really strong family ties. You had to go to to lunch to mom's house every Sunday, whether you like it or not. So it's more of than being married to an Italian guy. It's more like what we would call the old traditional type of male-female role. Uh, woman in the house, man out there working. Woman kind of like has to always be the trophy wife and uh, sucking up to the family a lot, right? Correct, yes. So yes. now what was it like in contrast for you being married to an American guy? Uh, the American guy lets you be you, really. That's That has been my experience. It was also, um, I felt that the trophy thing also uh, applies to the, the American guy. Um, when I got divorced to this guy, he, he told me that the reason, one of the reasons why we were together was because I was Italian. I was, you know, kind of a feather in his hat sort of right, thing. Right, right. You had so that exotic that, thing going for you. Yes, of yes. Course, so, of course, you have that exotic thing going for you no matter what you are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but that is, uh, that's the problem. You know, maybe, maybe take up boxing so you can, you know, bring it down a bit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But that's what I felt. But as far as I was a lot freer with an Italian guy, you had to tell him where you were going, how long you're going to stay or what you're going to go do. And, but he, he did not have to answer to the same questions. But, so it's more uh, than you're saying the, Married to an Italian is like more, a little more chauvinistic on their part. Uh, whereas marrying, marrying a, an American guy, you had a little more of an equal, uh, an equal relationship. Yes, correct. So now, Jeff, uh, I know you've only been married to an Italian woman and you guys have been, this is what, your 25th, uh, wedding anniversary. Didn't you just celebrate that? Last year, we'll be 26 this year. Congratulations. All right. I know when I was at your house, I saw that beautiful, uh, that beautiful thing your kids made for you, the sculpture. Very, very oh. nice. So now, Jeff, just from your standpoint, I think, you know, like, like, uh, uh, Masuda had said, many guys have this fantasy about marrying, you know, the hot, sexy Italian girl. I mean, we all grew up with Sophia Loren and Gina Lola Bridge and, you know, all these, uh, things. So tell us what it's like. And I know that you, again, have to have that sharp object in your hand. Tell us what it's like being married, you know, to an Italian woman. You know, I, I, I think the big difference between having a serious relationship with an Italian woman and an American is both of them are going to insult you. <laughs> the, the difference is, is when an Italian woman insults you and me being fluent in Italian, even now, it just sounds cuter. I don't know why. <laughs> Everything sounds better in Italian, even the insults. Yeah. I, you know, I, I know she's screaming at me. I know she's telling me I'm the dredge of the earth, but it, it has kind of a, an attractive twinge to it when she does in Italian. Um, I, I remember, you know, American girl, girls I was with before when they would get upset, and they all do. Even I was from Jersey City, so 
you know, until, until I joined the military, I didn't know I could date anyone but Puerto Ricans. So, because we didn't have anything else in Jersey City at the point at that time. So I dated these Puerto Rican girls. And, and when they got mad at you, you knew what they were saying. You know, their, their English was very good. With Marcia, even now, she always reverts into Italian when she's mad. So it's, you know, kind of the Ricky Ricardo thing going on where <laughs> that's good. I, I know she's mad, but it's just such an exotic language that I can take it. And I, you know, it, it usually ends up in great makeup. That's loving. why you don't take me yeah. seriously. Now I get it. <laughs> so now you have, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of friends uh, who are married like to American women. So what would you say is the main difference when you have an Italian wife versus an American wife? Maybe talk to some of your friends. I, you know, I think. And I, I don't know scientifically, but I think the divorce rate is much lower with, you know, Italian spouses just for the simple fact that they're all Catholic. They're, well, they're all Catholic, but the family, you know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah. family is more involved and engaged, at least in my, in, in my experience, um, with the Italian spouses. You know, being military, we have a lot of Italian friends that, you know, American, Americans married Italians and the, the family is more a part of it. So. It's not just you know okay I'm 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 tired of her yelling at me I understand her now um, let's let's push it off you got the entire family that you're going to disappoint you know right right then you have yeah. your cousins and the uncles who are probably going to try and start something which is cute because they're all little you know cousin Vinnies but um, <laughs> <laughs> but realistically it's you're more you're more it's more of a family thing so when something does happen that you know causes problems in the, in the relationship you get the entire family descending on you with advice. So, you know, it, it, which is good, but it, 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 nothing's ever really secret, I guess, in an Italian marriage. Sounds a little bit like, true, like, true. Like, like, like the movie, the Italian version of the movie, My Great Greek Wedding. Remember that, the movie there? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but just the Italian version of it. Okay, well, well, that was great. And we're just about out of time here. So is there any last couple of words that either of you would like to add? So do you go first. Well, aren't you going to ask if Italians are great lovers? <laughs> of course, I want to hear that. Are, are are they better lovers than American lovers? They're different. They're more. I don't know. They physical. They're more. They show more attention, and they're more. I don't know. Um, like in public, uh, but they kiss passionately in public. They they touch you. They're, they're there's less inhibition, I guess. Um, so they're, they're they're more outgoingly affectionate. That's a yes, good yes, and yes. Jeff, I'm gonna let you out. Look, I'm not gonna make you answer this question, okay? Because you know I don't want to start World War II over there. We'll just I'm assume. Sure. We'll just assume Marcy is the best lover in the world that you've ever had, and you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll end it there, right? We've been together 27, 28 years, so obviously there's a reason for that. Exactly. Something is going right, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, folks, this is Tony Lestella with Marcy Caputo here, and we have uh, Jeff Lyons, <clears throat> Marcy's husband, and Asuna Napoleone as our guest, talking about love, dating, Italian-American, having a lot of fun with us on our Valentine's show. We'll be right back after the short word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 
TitosVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. All right, folks, we are back with more West Coast Italian radio, bringing you the Italian radio show. You know, Marcia, it's time for us to do some Italian-American phrases. I know we've been doing a lot of Italian phrases recently. Uh, right. but I, I, I want to do some Italian-American phrases. I grew up, as you know, back east. And, you know, there was a certain culture back with the Italian-Americans back in the Upper Eastern Seacoast in New York, Boston, that whole area up there, uh, Philly. Um, and we kind of had our own language, which was a yeah. variation of the Italian language, you know, kind of a little bit, uh, you'd say, our own Italian-American dialect, okay? Yeah, something uh, used to your own language. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was. And it had some root, of course. Uh, in Italian words, but uh, I don't know. It just got changed over the century, you know? Um, so here are important Italian American love words for your Valentine date. All right. Okay. First of all, the word churi, churi. Now churi, uh, and it, it comes from the Italian word fiori for flowers. So, you know, when we were young, we'd say, you want to get lucky tonight? Give your girl some churi. I was thinking like uh, you're a donkey. That's I don't know why I was thinking that. I don't know why either. Okay. okay. The okay. next one is quores quores to pie, quores to pie. Okay, which basically means you make my heart stop. Okay, again, you can see how that could come from uh, an Italian word. It's very close. Okay. I was thinking quores strappato. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking more. <laughs> but the, the Italian. A uh, dialect version of that is quores to pie, okay? Okay. Uh, or, I'm sorry, quores to yeah, quores to pow, quores to pow, okay? That girl, when I see her, my heart, ah, quores to pow, it makes my heart stop, you know? Il cuore si è fermato. That's yeah. Italian. All right, this next one, yes, gumare. Of course, now that comes. There's some different things you would say gumare, okay? I don't know. Is there a word in it? Italian gomare? No. Again, for me, when I translate it, I would say gomare. The rest of the Italian people, they'd be laughing right now. It's gomare something completely different. It's when you're driving and you make the wheels, the tires spinning. That's back. very weird. Yeah, because gomare here in this country basically means your mistress, you know? Yeah. And, know. Now, and they've even shortened it over the years. So now it's just gomad. Gomad. Okay? Gumad. I don't know where they got the D, but gomad, which oh. again is your... Mistress or girlfriend. And there was a whole tradition back with the old guys. Not so much today, I don't think. But with the old guys, I remember, you know, they would say, remember, Saturday night is for your wife. But Friday, you see your gumad. So, la tua ragazza. La... But it's yeah, like... yeah, exactly. Your girlfriend, you know. So, yeah. uh, again, Italian-American slang. Thank right? you. Thank you. You helped me a lot with this. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, this next one, Machabelle. Uh, Machabella, okay. So again, this is close to the Italian, which would be Machabella. How beautiful, okay. You know, that woman, a Machabella, okay. 
So right. these are all these words that you use of you, you know, forget about the Jersey coast. This is the exact stuff. Okay. And uh, the next one is the most important of all. Okay. Scupara. Scupara. Which basically means to get lucky. And okay. I don't mean in the casino sense. Okay. Right. So, hey. Say again. Scupata. Scupata. Okay. I teach you other words in Italian that doesn't mean that word. Right. Scopata. Yeah. So, it can, can be a, I have to translate it to you this word. Scopata is when you swept the floor, but could be a bad dirty word too. Scopata. But it doesn't mean lucky. Well, yeah, you get lucky. Yes. Yes. It could use like that. Scopata. Right, well, basically, if you know how to use these words right, guys, hey, maybe you scopata. You get lucky. You get lucky. <laughs> And there we do. We're giving you our our public service by giving you your correct Italian-American love words that you need for Valentine's Day. You're dating for all of our Italian-American listeners across the country. You want to remember these. So now, you know, we only have a couple more minutes here, uh, Marcia, and I think we need to talk about a couple of events. These are actual virtual events going on. Uh, one of these is, um, you know, they have the new... Uh, Casa Italiana, uh, in Burien that they're, uh, you know, they're trying to raise money for. It's a beautiful, beautiful building down there. I've seen pictures only. I know, uh, David Madrid, our founder of the Italian radio show recently toured there and he said it was just outstanding. So we definitely need to get down there and uh, maybe uh, even do a lot, something live from down there, like a walkthrough. I saw Paul Marty Negrelli and see if he can set it up for us, but they are doing a really great um, they're doing a great thing there. They're doing an annual Casa Italiana food drive. Okay. So, um, this is basically where they're inviting all the Italian American community that lives in the Northwest to participate in a no contact food drive. This is going to go out from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on both Saturday, February 20th and Sunday, February 21st. And it's going to be there at the uh, new Casa Italiana uh, building, uh, which is located at 13028 First Avenue South in Burien, okay? There's mm-hmm. going to be volunteers in the parking lots. You basically can drive through and they're looking for donations of um, of non-perishable goods, canned goods and so forth um, that will be split between the various food banks down there to help people in need. So I think this is a wonderful, wonderful thing that they're doing. Uh, for those who are interested, you can also make an appointment to, uh, view the building. Uh, you can, you know, drive around the building to see the changes that they've made. And I think, uh, the pandemic limits them right now to having any sort of an open house, but you can probably, uh, set something for a small group tour at another time if you talk to somebody there. Okay. Right. So folks, please support this. It's a great event. Like I say, we're going to try to get a hold of Marty here soon. Get it back on the show and talk a little bit more about this whole thing. Um, one other thing coming up is they're going to be the Grand Lodge of the Northwest is having their annual crab drive, but they're going to do it as a drive-through dinner. It's going to be Saturday, March 6th. So make sure you go to the Grand Lodge of the Northwest for the Sons of Italy, their website. You can find out more about this. Uh, and that's pretty much our show for the week. The only thing I wanted to, uh, to say is we do have a great song we're going to take you out with today. Uh, this is our recording, the Tony and the Goombas recording the old Mario Lanza song, Come Prima, uh, which we do this a little more as a 
uh, as, as a classic rock tune. And we have uh, featured on the drums Alan White, the famous drummer from the band Yes, who also was John Lennon's drummer. So beautiful, beautiful recording. We're going to take you out with Comey Prima for the first time in the English title, our special Valentine's Day song. Folks, we appreciate so much your support of our show, listening to us here. And uh, we wish you all a really happy Valentine's Day and just uh, the very, very best in life. God bless you all. Anything you want to say here or there, Marzia? Luci San Valentino, and that's it. Love everyone. Okay. All right, folks. We'll be back next week with a brand new show. And here you go, our song of the week, Come Prima, for the first time, Tony and the Goombas with Alan White. Come Prima.